0: All right, welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast. I'm your show host, Maxim Seguin, and I'm the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, a company that is on a mission to help 10,000 people get lean, thrive, and reduce their risk of chronic illnesses by 2033 and a million by 2050. I believe that having a fit, healthy body and mind is the foundation to living an incredible life, and this is what the show will give you if you choose to listen and implement. Enjoy the episode and have a great day. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan podcast and the first episode of 2024. Uh, As you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, we got a little nice little setup um, for our our podcast for 2024. I had to level up everything, the quality of the audio, of the editing, and ultimately my little home studio that I have here. So in this podcast episode today, I wanna share things that were gonna be valuable in your transformation in 2024, because to me, it baffles my mind that every single year, thousands of people are gonna go to the, millions of people around the world are gonna go to the gym to sign up to a membership that they will not use. And so what I wanna do with the information I'm gonna pass along today is to ensure that you will be using a gym membership and that we can actually make this the year that you will have an incredible transformation and you will be able to build a healthy fit body with lasting habits that will surpass the year of 2024. And ultimately, I'm not going to share the things that you need to do in order to have an incredible transformation because two things, one, I have over 200 plus episodes telling you exactly how to do that. And a lot of individuals that are members sharing the strategies and the tools that we've used to help our members transform. And second, you already know what to do. You know you need to move your body, you know you need to have some strength training, you know you need to monitor your nutrition, right? So what I wanna share with you are some of the top five mistakes that I see people make in their transformation, but specifically at the beginning of the year, because everyone gets super excited and they feel like they need to do something now. And I understand that there's this new energy coming with the new year. And so I just wanna mention these five mistakes so that you can have them top of mind. You can have them in your awareness so that whenever they do show up or ever you do notice yourself going to make those mistakes, you can hold yourself back and prevent yourself from making potential mistakes that would cause you to go off track. and may cause you to go off track for the whole year for a full six months or for a full month, right? So let's. I have my phone here for my notes just to make sure that I don't miss anything. So the first one, Is you do not want to sprint this transformation. Having a healthy and fit body and fit mind is a not even a marathon. It's an ultra marathon, right? So you want to be using an approach that you know, you'll be able to use for the next 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, depending on your age for the rest of your life. And so with the with the New Year's comes a lot of eagerness to transform, a lot of eagerness to want to start exercising, to want to monitor the nutrition. And what most people do is they go really hard, really fast. What I mean by that is they basically overcommit with kind of the reality of what their body is used to and what their schedule will allow them to do. And so they'll say like, Hey, I'm going to work out every single day or six times a week for an hour, for two hours, every single day, I'm going to start off and remove a thousand calories from my nutrition. I'm going to go on this really strict cut. And by jumping the gun that way, you may be able to stick to it for a short period of time, but the reality is it's not really sustainable. And there's a few things that will fall into that. So in terms of the training, you do not want to jump the gun because a lot of people, like I mentioned, are gonna to commit to training six, seven times a, a, a day, a week, ultimately. So here's what happened when you do that, especially if you're not used to exercising because someone that is used to exercising would not make this mistake. So typically those are people that potentially have dabbled with training in the past, but have never been really consistent and now are just overcommitting themselves. The reality is your body will not be able to handle that much training volume. You may do one day, you're going to feel great. The second day, you're going to be a little bit tired. The third day, you'll be really tired. The fourth day, you might be like, man, I can't move my body. I don't have enough energy to work out again. And then you're going to take a break. And then because there's a thing called DOMS, the late onset muscle soreness, their extreme soreness you're going to receive is not the day that you don't train. It's the second day. That's when all the pain and the muscle agony kind of, kind of comes out. And so that means you're going to work out for a second day. And typically by that point, people have a hard time getting on the bandwagon because they feel terrible because they told themselves that they would train six, seven days a week, but they've already missed two days in a row. And then they feel like they're already failing. And then people jump off the wagon and fall off track, right? So maybe listening to this and be resonating with this. Listen, I've been doing this for, for a very, 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 very long time. And so don't overcommit on your training. If you are newer to fitness and you've never really been consistent with a strength routine, start with the minimum of three times a week. Anything less than three times a week is not enough of a a constant stressor to require your body to shift its body composition, meaning to build muscle and to lose fat three times a week is the minimum that you can do. And you can see incredible results, whether you're training at home or at the gym, it doesn't matter. Three strength training sessions a week minimum. Now, if you're newer to fitness, I highly recommend that you start with that. Don't jump the gun to four. Don't jump the gun to five. Let's start with three. Let's see if you can be consistent with those three workouts for at least one to two months before we consider adding an extra workout because we also have to account for which I'm going to jump into mistake number two. You also have to account for your nutrition. Don't go too drastic on your calorie deficit. I know there's a lot of videos on YouTube, on TikTok, and on Instagram telling you that if you want to lose two pounds a week, you got to remove, you know, a thousand calories a day to be able to lose that amount of weight per week. It's 500 calorie deficit per day equals to one pound of fat loss per week. And then basically the double, if you double it, a thousand calorie deficit per day is gonna equal to two pounds of fat loss per week. Here's the reality. You can lose a pound a week or two pounds a week on a lot less of a deficit. So let's just say that you're a woman and I calculate your theoretical maintenance and it tells you that you have to eat 2,200 calories to maintain your weight. Are you gonna start the New Year's eating 1,200 calories just so that you can lose two pounds a week? It doesn't make sense right what you want to do is start with slow and small calorie deficits because you have to understand that your body is purely an adaptation machine and so if we're used to eating a certain amount of food and we remove maybe 200 300 calories from that amount of food your body is going to go like hey something's happening here there is less food coming in so let's use some of the stored energy aka fat that we have on our body as a source of energy to kind of substitute for that additional 200 calories that is two to 300 calories that is missing. But what happens is when you do a massive calorie deficit, for example, like 500 to 1000 calorie deficit per day, there's basically like the equivalent of a red alarm that goes into into your body, into your head. Your body goes like, oh shit, we're in the desert. We haven't encountered food for a while. We don't know if we're gonna have enough to survive for an extended period of time. So just hold on to everything. And that's when most people struggle to lose weight is because they do two steeps of calorie deficit or they're going to start losing a ton of weight and a lot of the percentage of that weight is going to be lean muscle mass guess what happens if you lose lean muscle mass with fat you just end up looking skinny fat you just end up looking like a skinnier softer version of yourself and i don't want that for any of you i want all of you to look incredible on the beach regardless of your age had a conversation with a, a uh, an older woman who was you know in her 70s and she was like I just want to look good when I'm at the beach and I was like hey I totally respect that. That's a great goal, right? Some people care about the aesthetic component. Some people don't care about the aesthetic component, but ultimately if you have more lean muscle mass, it'll reduce your risk of injury. It'll help you strengthen, um, your, your bone density because you have to do bone bearing activity to be able to build lean muscle, which will help with your bones as well. It will again, reduce risk of injury, increase mobility, and your body's just going to look tighter and fitter and you're going to have more energy throughout the day. And so, don't do a steep calorie deficit when you're starting the new year, because again, you're just setting yourself up for failure in the long run. Like I've said in the past, um, and then it even question coaches as well, because let's be honest, if I want to make someone lose a ton of weight on the scale, and I absolutely don't care about their health and their body composition, I'm just going to starve you and make you train three hours per day. Right? It's not that hard. Starve someone, make them over-exercise and they're going to lose a bunch of weight, but they're going to feel like shit and they're going to look terrible and they won't look great. They won't feel great. They won't enjoy the process. So what's better doing that or going a little bit on the slower route, making sure that we're actually losing fat, making sure that we're actually building muscle, making sure that our body's actually getting tighter and leaner, having high energy while we're doing it, still being able to eat a ton of food, still having a sex drive and still being mentally sane and not being cranky because you're hungry all the time. Right? So that's mistake number two that I see a lot of people make. This is drastically cut their calories because they want to get there as fast as possible. But listen, the name of the game, like I mentioned in mistake number one, this is not a sprint, this is a marathon. Because the thing is, if I tell you that your transformational journey is the equivalent of a 100 mile race, and you start sprinting from the start, eventually you're gonna hit the wall, right? You're gonna bunk, you're gonna run out of glycogen, you're gonna run out of energy, to be able to run, to sprint. You'll never be able to sprint a hundred mile race. And so you're gonna sprint and then you're gonna have to walk the rest of the time until you hit 100 miles. Guess who's gonna get there faster? The person that sprinted at the beginning and has to walk three quarters of it or more, or the person that just had a steady, nice pace the whole way through. The person had a steady and nice pace the whole way through. will get there a lot faster than the person that sprinted and that had to walk after. So keep that in mind as you're kind of building your little game plan for, for the New Year's. So mistake number uh, sorry, three is people don't look at their schedule properly when they plan um, for their training routine and for their transformational journey. So Here's the reality, like I mentioned, you don't want to overexert yourself in terms of commitment of exercise and uh, ultimately exercise is the thing that takes most time for for most people. Exercise is a time issue. Nutrition is an emotional issue for most people. So make sure that you look at your schedule. Where can you realistically make your workouts fit? Schedule them in your Apple calendar, your Google calendar, whatever you use. If they're in your calendar, they're more likely to get done. Now, here's my recommendation because I see a lot of people make that mistake. They go like, well, I can train five times a week. I go, okay, that's awesome. And then they start five times a week and then they can't do, they have a hard time sticking to nutrition. I'm like, why are you not sticking to your nutrition? Like, well, I don't have time to meal prep. I'm like, okay, well, if the goal, if you're not trying to train to like win the Olympics and your goal is actually to shift your body composition, maybe let's just do three workouts a week, maybe four workouts a week and use the time that you would have used to do that fifth workout to spend in the kitchen to prep your food, to make sure you have healthy food available when you're on the go, when you're heading at work, when you're in between meetings, because that's going to be far more valuable for your transformation than getting a fifth additional workout. I would much rather have someone do three strength training sessions a week and have two sessions of meal prep during the week to make sure that their food is organized and they can stay on track. than someone to do five workouts a week and not be able to monitor their nutrition, not have any healthy food available or ready for them so that they can properly fuel their transformation. Because at the end of the day, the strength training, the workout is the thing that will build the body. The thing that will build and mold the body. The nutrition is the thing that will reveal what you are building. And so if you just do nutrition and you don't do strength training, you're just going to reveal a body that doesn't have a lot of muscles. You just end up looking skinny fat or a lighter version of what you look like right now. If you just do the strength training and the training and you don't do the nutrition, you're going to look bigger and puffier because you're building muscle and it's pushing that layer of fat on the outside. So you'll look bigger and puffier. If you wanna look lean, tight, and tone, you wanna to build the body, but reveal it at the same time. That's what a shift of body composition is. And so the third mistake that a lot of people make is that they don't look at their schedule in terms of what they can actually do. And so the thing that's going to be the most important when it comes to shifting your body composition will be to prioritize at least two sessions of meal prep. Some of our members love to do it on Sunday and they prep their food until Wednesday. And then on Wednesday, they prep their food until Saturday and Sunday. It's kind of more of a more relaxed day because they're at home typically. And so make sure you have time to meal prep. Make sure you have time to do your workout and make sure you're not overstretching yourself at a minimum three strength training, two sessions of meal prep. If that doesn't fit in your schedule, you need to reevaluate your schedule because those are two things that will drastically increase the quality of your life. I wholeheartedly believe that having a fit and healthy body is the foundation upon which you can live an incredible life. That can be with your relationship, with your partner, with your kids, in your career, in your business, in, in the philanthropic uh, aspiration that you have, the impact that you wanna have in the world. When you have a fit and healthy body, it is the, the ultimate foundation that you can have to build an incredible life. And so if you want 2024 to be different, you wanna be able to have that solid foundation because I promise you it is a freaking game changer. And again, we've coached people from 20 years old to 80 plus years old, and they've all had the same comment. It's incredible how much better I feel, how much more energy I have, how much more clarity of thought I have. I can actually do more every single day. So something to keep in mind. So mistake number three, make sure you plan everything into your schedule to make sure you actually have time and don't overstretch yourself, right? It's much better to do less workout and have your nutrition uh, be aligned and top notch. So mistake number four is, to make sure that you adjust your environment for the goals that you have this year, right? So we'll just grab fitness and fat loss as as an example. If your goal is to be healthier this year, if your goal is to be healthier in terms of your sleep, in terms of your body, in terms of your nutrition, in terms of your overall health, guess what? If you have an environment where it's easy for you to watch a TV or scroll on TikTok until one in the morning where there's junk food in the house, and where you have all the Instacart, Uber Eats, and all those food apps on your phone and you're doing constant delivery on them, will it be easier or harder for you to stay on track, right? I know the answer. The answer is that it's gonna be harder, right? So how do we make things easier? Start putting little systems in your life to make it easier for you to succeed. One of them, delete all the food ordering apps on your phone. Disconnect your credit card from them, delete them. You have to make it inefficient and hard that when you want to order shit food you have to like oh man i gotta download the app i gotta repunch in the credit card information and all that right you're way more likely to just end up eating what's in your fridge because it's a lot easier disconnect the food apps um make sure you only have healthy food in your household now i may get a little bit of shit for this but this is my honest opinion if you're a parent and you're telling me that you have shit food in the house because you don't want to remove it because it's for your kids your kids shouldn't be eating it, right? If it's not good for you, it's not good for your kids. That's my honest opinion. And I have a lot of moms and parents backing me up from in the program. Like if there's food that is literally not good for your transformation, why the heck are you giving this to your kid? I understand it's easier and it's simpler, but easier and simpler is what gets most people in an obese position, right? That's why we have no epidemic of obese children. So if it's not good for the kid, it's not good for you. So it shouldn't be in the household, right? Teach them to eat better. Lead by example. And I promise you, I've had the opportunity to coach incredible parents in the fibian coaching program throughout the years. And there's a, um, a good friend of mine, Bobo, who lived in Whistler. And I was training her in person for a few sessions and her child would come uh, into the gym and she started doing the animal flows with us. She started doing some squats. She started doing some chin ups. And she's like, she only started doing that stuff. When I started working, Uh, I'm like, not incredible that by you leading by example, you're setting a healthy habit for your kids. So ultimately what I want to say is create a healthy environment for yourself. Example one for the TV. If you have a hard time shutting off your phone at night, have your charger for your phone outside of the bedroom so that when you go to bed, you can't bring your phone with you. You bring you have to charge your phone outside the bedroom. That's personally what I do. You can connect your TV to a Christmas light timer so that it goes off at a certain time, like 9 p.m. or 10 p.m., for example. So you don't have to make the effort to grab the remote and close the TV. I know those things sound really simple, but they've been game changers for myself and for a lot of members. And so it's about making it easy for you to do the right thing and making it hard for you to do the wrong thing, right? And so that's mistake number four is I see a lot of people commit to doing these changes, but ultimately not changing their environment around them, right? They still promise their friend that they're gonna go out and drink beer with them every single weekend or have a go and drink some wine or do all of these things when ultimately they know that it won't serve their ultimate goal they want to reach. And so you have to make a decision as to what environment you want to live in. I'm just gonna end with this one for mistake number four. I had a conversation with this with uh, Adam Sud, plant based addict on Instagram, if you guys know him, you know, we talked about this, like if you were to put myself or Adam, which are very disciplined, driven people in a household where there was only junk food and where everyone told us how freaking shitty and stupid we are and how not disciplined we are and how we can't stick to our word and blah, blah, blah. Guess what? After six months of being in that environment, I would probably be eating shit food and I'd probably stop exercising at least a lot less than I am now. And so even for people that are strong-minded and strong and, and have a lot of discipline, it's not necessarily because we were just born that way, it's because I consciously choose to create an environment in my life where it's easy for me to do the right thing and it's hard for me to do the wrong things. And so that's what you have to learn to do for yourself because at the end of the day, life will not stop happening because you say that you wanna get fitter, right? Like life doesn't give a F about you wanting to get fitter. The people around you will care, but won't really care. They'll care, but not as long as it doesn't inconvenience them. When it starts to inconvenience them, they will let you know, and they'll be like, hey, come on, at least have one drink with us. Or oh, you can order some, a Beyond Burger with some fries tonight because you know, you've been good all week. They'll try to push you in the opposite direction that you're trying to go. People will support you as long as it's convenient for them, right? So one thing to keep in mind, don't be upset as those people. They potentially wish that they had the drive that you have, the desire that you have to get better. So only have love and compassion for them, but you have to consciously create your environment. I promise you, if, that's the one thing that messes most people up. Yeah, overcommitting on training, overcommit, commit and, and, and starving yourself with nutrition is, are two big things in terms of tangible changes to the body. But like I always say to our member, all transformation is 80% psychology, 20% strategy. We have some of the best strategies in the world to help our members transform. I don't have any issues about that. The psychology part, your environment, the people that you have around you supporting you, or not supporting you, that's the thing that makes or breaks a lot of transformation. And so make sure you consciously create a world around you where you are loved, you are supported, and it's easy for you to do the right thing. So that is mistake number four, right? A little bit of a longer one, all right? Mistake number five, which is the last one, is do not make emotion-based decisions right? This is a really hard one. Here's what I mean by that. You come home from work, you are super stressed. You're like, you know what? I need a glass of wine to decompress. I need to eat some vegan ice cream or I'm just going to order some takeout because it's been so busy and I don't feel like cooking, making emotion based decisions based off a stressful day, hard conversations with a partner an argument being tired or whatever it may be. Those are the worst decisions you can make. You tend to never make good decisions for yourself. So again, it's about making it easy for you to make the right decision. So on a personal level, when I have days where I'm stressed and it's been shit and I'm tired uh, and I don't want to cook, guess what? I have meals in my fridge or in my freezer ready to rock and roll so I can just heat them up, right? I personally like to use Whole Harvest, which is a whole food plant based uh, company that ships everywhere in the United States. And if you use a code, I believe it's like Fit Vegan, it gives you $30 off your order. I'll put the link in the description. Uh, but absolutely love these guys. Those are my backup meals when I don't want to cook right? So I always have them handy. If I have a business trip or I have to go somewhere, I ship those foods to um, the Airbnb or to the hotel and they're super affordable. They're like $12, $13 a meals, which to be honest with you, like what restaurant can you go to that you can pay $12 to $13 per meal that will give you like high quality food. There's just nowhere that you can go. So it's actually cheaper than eating out um, when you order the meal. So Anyways, that's what I mean. I have that food ready so that whenever I do want to make a motion-based decision, I make it easy for me to to, to do the right thing. I'm gonna give you a game plan that works every single time and that if you stick to it, you will be able to reach your goal eventually. Win the next meal, win the next workout. Those are literally the only two things that you need to do regardless of the situation that you're in. You had a stressful day. you You went to the restaurant. You had wine and chocolate cake. Great, hope you had a good time. Guess what, tomorrow for breakfast, eat the breakfast you're supposed to have. Have your snack, have your lunch, do your workout. That's all you need to do. Guess what, you skip the workout or you bum the workout or you aren't able to finish it. Guess what, win the next workout, right? The the speed at which you get back on track is the thing that will determine whether you reach your goal and how fast you will reach your goal. What's the point of binging on the weekend which if you are one of my members and say, hey, like I binge on the weekend, I went off track and I an extra 2,000 calories. Guess what my response is gonna be? Great, I hope you had a good time. I hope it was good food. Eat your neck, win your next meal, do your next workout, just get back on track. Because if you're trying to play the game of compensating with like, okay, I need to really cut my food the next day because I went over on my food. Guess what? You're gonna be starving at the end of the next day and you're way more likely to overeat again. And that's just gonna start a vicious cycle. If you decide to like, no, I got to work out. I got to do three hours of cardio to compensate for the food I ate yesterday. Guess what's going to happen at the end of you doing three hours of cardio? You're going to be starving because you just did three hours of cardio. So you're way more likely to go off track again. And so the best and simplest game plan is don't try to compensate for it. Just win the next meal. Just eat the next lunch, the next dinner, whatever maybe whatever meal you're at. Just do your workout the next day. Just win the next workout by decreasing the amount of time it takes you to get back on track, you're therefore increasing the amount of time it takes you to reach your goal. You're increasing the speed at which you get to, re- to, to reach your goal because a lot of people, when they go off track, they'll be like, oh man, I, I really messed up this weekend, blah, blah, blah. And then they feel bad about themselves and they beat themselves up about like not sticking to their word and they feel like shit because they ate shit food. And then it takes them a whole week before they get back on track. People will be like, right, next next Monday, next Monday I'm gonna start, right? Or people will be like, okay, I kind of messed up a few weeks now. Next month, next month is is the time that I'm going to start. And what a lot of people do is they go like next year, next in in, in January 2025. That that's when I'm going to get back on track. 2025 is going to be my year. Well, you're just in January and February. What the, what the heck? You got to wait, you know, ten months to, to ten to eleven months to be able to get there. Don't even try to win the next day. Simply win the next meal and win the next workout. I promise you, if you just do these two things on your whole journey, it's gonna make the world of a difference in how fast you can get to your goal and honestly guarantees you that you will be able to reach your goal. Because at the end of the day, I wholeheartedly believe, and this concept has been proven true to myself in my life, that if you don't quit, you can't fail, right? I've had goals in my life that I've wanted to reach a decade ago, and I've only reached them in at the end of 2023 so some of those goals took me a decade (laughs) to hit took me 10 years but guess what i still won i still reached my goal even though it took me a decade to get there because i consistently showed up was it perfect all the time did i show up every single day no but i showed up more often than i didn't and i relentlessly continued to pursue the goal and then guess what 10 years after absolutely worth the 10 decade of me trying to reach those goals all right. and so you cannot fail if you don't quit. So, if your goal is to lose twenty pounds, if you come to work with us, it take you about four months to do that because we want to make sure we're building muscle and losing fat, and not losing a bunch of muscle and fat and starving yourself, and you don't feel good. We want to make sure you're feeling good and you're enjoying the process. So, take you about four months. Let's just say that you kind of do sixty percent of the work, right? That you're supposed to do. Guess what? It might take you six months. To reach your goal or maybe seven months to reach your goal depending on how much you mess around but guess what you will still reach your goal right and that's what you came in for that's the thing that you want and so it's about how badly do you want your goal the goal isn't just to be to lose 20 pounds and like i'll use some of those magazine covers lose 20 pounds in one month lose 20 pounds in six weeks the goal isn't to be 20 pounds lighter in six weeks Like, and be light for, what, four weeks and until you put all the weight back on? Like, what's the point of losing the weight for a specific time and then only to put it back on? The whole purpose of a healthy and sustainable transformation, the whole reason why the majority of the world is struggling with their weight is they keep jumping on those fucking fad diets of, oh yeah, I got to do a bunch of cardio, I got to do keto, I got to do paleo, I got to do all this shit, right? What we do is nothing crazy, right? I'm not going to tell you to cut a bunch of stuff. Like, we eat whole food behind base. Right? I'm not going to say like don't eat grains or don't eat carbs or don't eat fat or don't blah, blah, blah. Eat whole food plant-based in a wide variety. We'll play with the proportions with you depending on the goal that you want. Do strength training and do that consistently over an extended period of time until you reach your goal. We be, With us, you're able to get there a lot faster than if you do it on your own because you have someone that is not emotionally involved into some of the decisions that you're going to make so we can objectively guide you and be there by your side to help you reach your goal. And so w- what I want to say is you cannot fail if you... Don't quit. What if it takes you a few months longer? Who cares? The whole goal is to be healthy and fit for the rest of your life. And so you need to develop a healthy blueprint in your mind. That's where I was going with this. I'm going to end on, on, this note here. As you can tell, I'm very passionate about this, this subject, because I, I we you know we've helped over 700 plus people at this point. I can see where people are going to fall off. I see where people fall off and I see how simple the solutions are. We implement it with our members. That's why we get such amazing results with, with our, with our clients. But ultimately, if I ask you to drop 20 pounds right now, you probably have a a blueprint, a map in your head of what you need to do, right? There's probably something that comes up like, oh, I need to go sign for a gym membership. I need to do an hour of cardio every day. And I need to eat X amount of food. You're just going to relate it to your previous experiences that you've had when you've lost the weight now. Obviously I know for a fact, if you're not fit or you're not where in the body that you want right now, I know that whatever blueprint's going to come up in your mind doesn't work because if it did, you wouldn't be in a position that you're in now, right? If you're fit now, you have a great blueprint. If you're not fit right now, that blueprint that's coming up for you does not work because if it did, you wouldn't be in the position that you're in. And I say that if, with love and respect, everyone's where they're at in their journey, but ultimately I want to help everyone go through the whole journey. So that they are fit and healthy and they don't have to worry about the weight anymore. What we do with our members is I'm changing this blueprint in their mind. I'm showing them what's possible, that you can eat a ton of food, that you can enjoy your workout. You can have a wide variety of food. You can go out, have social events, enjoy yourself, and still get incredible results. And so my goal is that I can help you lose a 20, 40, 60, 80, 100 pounds with a healthy blueprint so that if ever in the future even if you do reverse dieting and you speed up your metabolism post transformation it greatly reduces your risk of putting the weight back on but if you decide three years after to stop working out and just eating donuts every day it's not going to prevent the weight from coming back on right that's why we're trying to teach you sustainable habits and sustainable lifestyle so you can easily maintain that for the rest of your life but if you stop working out and you start eating donuts, I, the weight's going to come back on, there's nothing I can do for that, even though you do reverse dieting. But what I want is that if ever the weight comes back on, which we have had members that it happened because they got pregnant and obviously they put on a little bit of weight while during their pregnancy, when it came time to losing the weight after the pregnancy, they had this healthy blueprint in their mind. And they were like, oh, I can lose the weight. I know how to do it. And they're not fearful of the process. They don't dread the process. They're like, oh, this is actually enjoyable last time. Let me just do what I know, what I've been told, and then they lose the weight again on their own. And so what I want for all of you is to have this healthy blueprint in your mind. In case something happens, you have this emergency blueprint to get back to that won't leave you feeling drained or fearful or just simply that you're dreading the process. Being fit and healthy is so freaking incredible. And like I said, I wholeheartedly believe that it's the foundation upon which you can live an incredible life where you can actually enjoy life to the fullest. Because I've seen, I have, I have some friends that are, really overweight. And when it's like, Hey, let's go hiking. Let's go biking. Let's bike across the United States. They can't do that stuff, even though they would want to, because of some decisions that they make. And so at the end of the day, you get to choose the quality of life that you want to have. That is wholeheartedly your choice. If you choose to have those limitations, because you don't want to address the issue, I can do nothing but respect it it's your choice right but that's not how i want to live my life and ultimately i know that all of our clients that work with us that's not how they want to live their life as well which is why they work with us right they want something different and so those are the five mistakes that i don't want you guys to make in 2024 so that ultimately you can basically become a fit vegan and so if you're interested in having some help in your transformation right and you love to work with myself and our fit vegan coaching team and our team of holistic nutritionists and, and doctors There's a link down below where you can book your free introductory call, uh, with our coaching team. Ultimately, it's just a call. It's like a consultation call, right? Identify kind of where you're at. What are the issues? Um, what are the things that are preventing you from getting to where you want to? And then seeing if we'd be a good fit to work together, because I'll be honest, I don't need more clients in the program. I want people that are going to do the work. I am here to change lives, right? My mission is help 10,000 people get lean thrive and disease proof their body on plants by 2033 and a million by 2050. I will not accomplish that goal just by getting people into the program, right? I wanna work with people that want to do the work because the whole purpose is to change a life. And so we have this initial call to make sure that it is a good fit to make sure that we can work together because I've turned people around and ultimately make sure that you're ready to do the freaking work because it is a challenging journey, but it is an incredible journey. That's extremely rewarding on the other side. And so if you feel that you're ready to transform, there's a link down below for you to book your call. Very excited to have the opportunity to work with you. We're pretty much at full capacity, um, for probably the first two to three weeks of January. So we'd be looking at a later January or February start date. The more you wait, the more delayed the start date is because we're just, We're just basically super busy and overbooked at this point. And so uh, make sure to book your call and reserve your spot. Happy New Year's. And uh, also one last thing is we're going to start posting two podcast episodes per week, starting in the next one to two weeks. Really going to be putting more emphasis and focus on the podcast and bringing incredible guests. I already have some incredible guest episodes that are going to come out in the next few weeks. So be sure to stay tuned for those. Thank you very much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the episode, be sure to rate the podcast as it helps us grow and spread our message. And if you know this will help and resonate with someone, be sure to send it their way so that they can have the opportunity to level up their life as well.